Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Professionally Fit Radio. Professionally Fit is dedicated to female entrepreneurs and executives who are soaring in their fields and in their enterprises while still maintaining their health and wellness. At Professionally Fit, we help you to identify the direct correlation between your health and your career. Welcome to the show. I'll be your host and Professionally Fit founder, Miss Lisa A. Smith, joined as always by my super dope co-host, Miss Get Fit with Jay. Lisinopril, Carboplatin, Lipitor, and Metformin. You have probably heard of or have taken yourself or have someone close to you who are taking one of these four common medications from type 2 diabetes to cancer. These are four of the top medications that U.S. Americans are taking today and we are going to deep dive into them. What do they treat? What are some of the common side effects? And how can you select alternative ways for treating these chronic diseases? But first, wait, what? Wait, what is our segment where Jay and I identify something we either saw, heard, or experienced in the last week that made us go, wait, what? So I'm on Instagram, and you know, I follow a lot of fitness people. Mm-hmm. And I'm on someone's page, a girl's page, I forget her name, but I'm just, you know, admiring her um, workouts and looking up all her, um, you know, information she has. And her page is uh, interesting, but. One of the things that she kept posting about was James St. Patrick. Okay. And uh, free James St. Patrick, and he didn't do it, and this, this, and that. So I'm like, how did this get by me? Another person that's in jail, that they that's unjustly accused, and I bet you he's black, and oh, so I, you know, I'm going down, like, James, and everybody, and then I seen, like, laughing emojis. Yeah. So I'm like... What's funny about James St. Patrick being <laughs> in jail? Oh, poor baby. <laughs> and then I'm like, why does everybody know what's going on but me? So I go to Google, and I Google James St. Patrick, and you all probably already know. It's a character. Free ghost. Free ghost. Like, what? Yes. Like, I got to start watching a little TV. I felt so stupid. I was just like, ooh, another crooked cop. And what? I, I just felt so out of the loop. So, yeah. Yeah, James St. Patrick is not, everybody probably know this, but me, <laughs> is not a real person. I, I was like, wow. I cannot believe I'm just, I realized at that point, I've never seen an episode of Power. I've never seen an episode of, what's that other thing with, uh, with Taraji P. Henson in there? Oh, uh, I forgot the name of it, but I know you're talking I've about. I've never seen that. I've yeah. never seen Grey's Anatomy. I've never seen, um, what's that one with the president? Um, it starts with an S. Uh, everybody was in that. In, oh, Scandal? The, sc- I've never seen an episode of Scandal. I've yeah. never seen any <laughs> of this stuff. So <laughs> I was like, wow. Yeah, so that was my way. What I felt so stupid i was really i had my black fist up like yeah power to we gonna get jane st patrick it's all good it's all good this is the one time we don't necessarily have to march um everybody is on power though power is a really good show okay and you know ghost is his name he uh got locked up for something he didn't do so and that's his character named jane st patrick yeah, his 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 name on the show is James James St. Patrick, they and call his him Ghost. and they call him Ghost and on the show. He actually has a nickname. Wow, TV is amazing. He actually has a nickname. That's on not the that show. amazing, Jay. That's it's not, not that. No, oh. that's not that amazing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, in the days where I used to watch TV, uh-huh. people just call people by their name. That's his street name. He's a he's a drug dealer. 
And so his name on the show, you know, like his government name on the show is James St. Patrick. And okay. then his oh, street it. name is Ghost. Okay. But they're both, you know, show names, not... I yeah. got it, I got it. I'm so, cool, y'all. I'm, I'm in the loop. <laughs> yeah, a free ghost. And, you know, people will come down on you. You know, there's like a big debate about how soon you should even talk about the show. I've been seeing on this On social stuff, media. It shocks me. I was like, people are really mad about... Oh, they're upset. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they are livid, you know, like, you're not supposed to post about the show. Everybody hasn't seen it. You know, don't reveal what happened in the episode. No spoilers. Wow. It's, you know, it's quite ridiculous. All these people really could spend more time working out and eating That's right. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> and reroute, yeah, reroute some of that energy yeah, in that time. Yeah, remember that time you didn't have, you want to know about some of free ghost or whoever you are. Wow. Right, like, you okay. want, nobody will spoil it for you if you just didn't get on social media and you went and got a quick workout in. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your way what? Oh my goodness. So my way what? Wonderful, ridiculous headline reads, can shark bacteria help scientists make next generation of antibiotics? So, you know, I was in D.C. this past weekend, and I was in the, um, I happened to be able to hear some radio news. Because okay. I, was, I was in an Uber. That girl heard the radio. <laughs> oh, yes. So, <laughs> Me with TV, you with the radio. We are lame. Ridiculous. <laughs> so I was able to hear a little news. And so this headline came on, and it's like, you know, diseases and infections have become completely immune to antibiotics. So this new uh, doctor and professor has found a way to possibly get more antibiotics from our white sharks. Okay. So basically, she wants to deep dive into the oceans, <laughs> capture our sharks, and use their um, bodies and their skin, the bacteria that's on their bodies, to fight the diseases and illnesses that we have as humans. So kill them? Yep. So they are going to capture, I don't know if they're going to kill them, but they're definitely going to capture them, uh, tag them, and then try and use them to make antibiotics for us because our diseases are now becoming immune. Wow. I said, you, wait, what? So instead, of, you're going to sink millions exactly. into creating another drug as opposed to sinking millions into preventative education and to helping roll out. Don't laugh at me. Into <laughs> helping roll out, you know, exercise and dietary and nutrition programs and maybe sinking more money into getting doctors more nutrition education because they don't get any really in med school. You're just going to create another drug, another drug, and snatch another species from this planet. You are so cute. Yes. You're just adorable. Adorbs. Yes. They are not, they, if they invested millions on top of billions, people are not going to be receptive. How much free information do we give? They don't even have to pay us. Okay? I cannot. It's just <laughs> too stupid. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, people, it's, what's easy? What's easy? What's easy? That's what I'm going to do. That's yeah, so if they sing millions, at least they will get a return on their investment. They wow. sing millions into education. They, 30 people might sign up and two people may show. Wow. You know, so I, I get it. It's unbelievable. Is it? I mean, ours are animals. Like, we don't know how much marine, not to mention how much marine life they probably are going to kill, you know, 
the casualties of us trying to get these great white sharks. It's just absurd. And I'm just like, I'm so sick of this. From the medications to us killing other living organisms yeah. for our benefit. Not to mention, is it really our benefit? Because these same people who are going to be taking this new antibiotic from the great white sharks ain't going to change their lifestyle habits. Exactly. 80% At of all. them aren't. And so they're going to look up and need more antibiotics in another six months, in another right. year. Right, then what we're going to do, just grab the, the cheetah now. Like, what are we gonna- right, who are we taking out next? <laughs> yeah, because, because we want to, you know, we gonna we gonna keep the human species alive, even though you know they a lot of things are self inflicted. Yes, it's not like you know how when the mosquito came from wherever it came from and gave us malaria and things like that. This that had nothing to do with us. So of course we had to find a way and things like that. But a lot of things, a lot of problems that we have right now are self-inflicted. Oh yeah, I would say ninety percent of the illnesses and chronic diseases that we suffer from, yeah, for sure, are either through our diet or our environment. Yeah. So shout out to the great uh, white shark while y'all still here, because they might be extinct soon. Because if we, if there's no, and then, and it seems like it should be so some protection, yes. for them. It should be not just for their lives to be alive, but just to mess with them like that. Yep. They shouldn't be, we shouldn't be able to just mess with them and just dive into the ocean and just grab great white sharks. I just don't. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Where's the checks and balances? But okay. So, but that, that was the perfect way. What for our topic today, you know, medications, we're going to talk about four of the most common medications. And this is going to be a two-part series, guys. There was so much content that we wanted to provide, but we didn't want to overwhelm you with um, all that information in one episode. So today, Jay and I are going to talk about some of the common medications that we use today to treat type 2 diabetes, cancer, uh, high blood pressure and high cholesterol. And then next week, we're going to come back here and talk about some of the kind of common medications we use to treat um, some mental health disorders and some of the psychotropic meds that we pres- prescribed to our children and ourselves, antidepressants, anti-anxiety, ADHD medications. So we're going to talk about those next week. So this is going to be a two-part series on medications, and there's probably we could probably do a 10-series episode on medication because there's so many yeah. chronic diseases, you know, that people are taking meds from. But we're going to try and focus on the most popular ones. But if you want to give us feedback and there's something you want us to touch on, please email us at itrain at professionallyfit.co or give us feedback directly on social media professionally fit on facebook professionally underscore fit on instagram so let's delve into it first metformin i have so many clients who are on Mm -hmm. have been or their spouses are on metformin which is a drug which is supposed to treat type 2 diabetes so it's supposed to kind of stabilize your blood sugar right what do you know about metformin jay I've only heard of metformin. I and I, I honestly, a lot of people who are on metformin, they are so um, they they skip a lot. They skip a lot of uh, tr- can we call them treatments? They. I mean, you can just take it by mouth. I think you yeah, can get the like, oral form. Um, so like, you know, they're not consistent with consistent. The- they're not consistent with it. Like a lot of people don't take. I don't believe di- type two diabetes as serious as they should. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the fact that it's in pill form. And it's not insulin. I feel like people feel like they kind of got diabetes. Like I kind of, I'm kind of sick. I'm gonna take. All right, myself. Okay, I'm gonna take this pill today, and then they may not take it for another two, three days. Mm. You know, and and I think that's because a, a lot of emphasis isn't put on how serious it is to keep. You know, and that's 
because type two diabetes is reversible sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I know I've heard of metformin, but I don't know like all of the side effects and anything like that. Yeah, you're you're right. I think a lot of people they play around with their dosage, regardless of what they were prescribed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and they play around with how often they take it. And that was a good point you made. Like a lot of people don't consider type two diabetes that serious until something serious happens. Right. right? Type two diabetes has a lot of serious, a lot of serious side effects. It, it does. Really does. Yeah. It does. And it's so, like you said, completely preventable, completely reversible. That's one thing I don't think a lot of people understand too is that type two diabetes is reversible. One hundred percent. It is not a life sentence. But metformin is one of the most, if not the most, common drug that is prescribed to treat um, type 2 diabetes. It works by reducing the amount of glucose made by your liver, liver, and it also lowers the amount of glucose your body absorbs um, and increases the effect of the insulin that your body releases. So as we know, type 2 diabetes is having high blood sugar, and that high blood sugar can be regulated with this drug metformin. But the side effects of metformin are so severe. Um, and this metformin, have you ever heard of a black box warning from the FDA? What? No. <laughs> so if a drug has serious, serious side effects that are potentially fa uh, fatal, the FDA has created a label called the black box warning, and which simply means that there's evidence of an association with some serious hazard if you take this drug. So metformin what? has a black box warning. Really? Yep. Black black box warning on metformin directly from the Food and Drug Administration. How would you know it has a black box warning? Like it's it, on I'm there. Sure it, is it like really obvious, plain to the eye? Like I don't know. I don't know how plain it is to the eye. Um, but we really need to take our own research into our own hands too. Right. Guys, we're just going to say this in the beginning because then we're going to say it 10 times throughout. <laughs> you are in complete and total control of what goes into your body, not your doctor, not your friends or family members. or Because another thing too is so many people are on it that people feel like it's safe. Right. You know what I mean? Like, oh, my aunt yeah, was on metformin. My dad's on metformin. We said that in the last episode, um, normal does not mean okay. Exactly. Just because it's normal, that does not mean that it's right or it's healthy. Yes. So, yeah, for yeah. sure. Please know that you are still the sole driver in the um, seat of your health, and it is it is imperative that you are doing your own research and reading up on these things because this information is super easy to find. It is not, you don't have to deep dive into some medical journal with a bunch of jargon you don't understand. Um, just do a quick Google search on metformin. What is it? What are the common side effects? You know, and read users' reviews because there are thousands out there from people who are taking it. But one of the most common side effects of metformin is lactic acidosis, which is simply the buildup of lactic acid in your system. And lactic acidosis, mm -hmm. when people get it from taking metformin, half the people who get it die from it. That should have been the way. What? Excuse me? Yeah, it's fatal to half of the people who get it. So the half really? metformin creates lactic acidosis, which again wow. is just a buildup of lactic acid in your blood. And um, it is very fatal. And some of the symptoms of or signs that you have lactic acidosis are, you know, and it's crazy how these symptoms are just like stuff you that would just scare you because you could have it on a normal day, like tired, 
dizziness, nausea, drowsy. It's like, you yeah, know. Yeah, like I felt like that. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. I didn't eat for 18 hours the other day and I had all these symptoms. But um, some of the symptoms of lactic acidosis, is, again, are lethargy, dizziness, drowsiness, blue or cold skin, difficulty breathing, irregular heartbeat, stomach pain. So if you're experiencing those things in conjunction with taking metformin, then you want to definitely seek a physician and get ahead of it and make sure this is not something that um, could be potentially fatal for you or someone you love. Um, metformin may also cause, and this was crazy to me, Jay, metformin may also cause hypoglycemia. So type 2 diabetes is you have high blood sugar. You take metformin, mm -hmm. and it's supposed to regulate your blood sugar, but it does it all too well, mm -hmm. and now you have low blood sugar. Right. Now, hypoglycemia could be just as dangerous it's as more dangerous. Hi hyperglycemia. It's, it's, that, it's more dangerous because then you'll fall, you can fall into a coma and not come out. Like your, when your levels are really, really high, they can go extremely high, but extremely and you still low. Function. And you still function right. or you end up in the hospital, but when they're extremely low, it, there is no, you know... You go into a coma, you get really sick, and then, you know, most of the time, that's it. Yeah. Um, that was crazy to me that something you're using to treat hyperglycemia will then give you something potentially more fatal, which is hypoglycemia. Um, yeah. So low blood sugar, and um, one of the most common side effects of uh, whether or not you have low blood sugar are uh, diarrhea, nausea, stomach pain, heartburn, and gas. So it's crazy because, like I said, these are normal kind of bodily functions. Not I won't say necessarily normal. I mean, you're not supposed to have heartburn. People think it's, it's so common that it's normal, but it's like, right. no, if you're eating clean and healthy, you will never have heartburn. True. But they're so the, the conditions themselves are so common that a lot of times we don't link them to medications we're taking or right. possibly our blood sugar lowering. Um, and, and, you know, these, these medications, they work they're supposed to work in conjunction with a healthy diet and exercise. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we use the medication solely to correct the right. condition. Right. Um, and metformin is so popular, like we said before, that a lot of people think that it's just safe. Oh, I'm on metformin. Look, play around with the dosage or whatever. But are you changing your lifestyle habits? Are you really looking at your diet in your exercise, because that is how you reverse type 2 diabetes, mm -hmm. not medication. And mm -hmm. a lot of these medications have been shown to actually increase the symptoms and the severity of the condition that they're trying to treat. As with a lot of, med as with a lot of um, medications, that's just how they work, you know. It's just, we to help this, we got to give you whatever blase spleet on the side. There's just no... Uh, problem-free medication. There's right. no symptom-free medication. If there is, I've never heard of it. Me so. either. Me either. Yeah. Okay, so type 2 diabetes, one of the most common. Uh, let's move into the next one, high cholesterol. High cholesterol is so common, but what's crazy is how deadly it is because there's no symptoms. So typically the first sign that you have high cholesterol is a heart attack. <laughs> I, I, know, I don't mean to laugh, but that's like... You know, usually the first sign is like a headache. Like, no, right. we're just going to lay you out flat when right. you find out. That's a, wow. Isn't that crazy? Like, people that don't is. even know that they're living with high cholesterol until they have a heart attack or stroke. So the high cholesterol is a buildup of plaque 
and and the hardening of plaque in and around your mm-hmm. arteries, right. which significantly reduces the you know opening of your arteries, which means blood can't get through like it's supposed to. And so your blood source is potentially cut off to your heart, which causes a heart attack, or potentially cut off to your brain, which causes a stroke. Um, and so cholesterol-stabilizing medications are called statins. Um, and a lot of millions upon millions of Americans are taking these statins for cardiovascular disease. Do you know anybody with high cholesterol? Yeah, I know one person with high cholesterol, and they're trying to reverse it through diet. Um, but when I see them eating, sometimes they will have things that I don't approve of. And I'm like, no, you can't. See, this is the thing. This is one of the things that I just really want to drive home. I am not a person for half asking it. When you have something, don't, I'm just going to, I'm not going to eat as much cheese as I used to eat. I'm right. going to eat a little bit of the cheese. I don't eat as much fried chicken as I, as I, that's not good enough. Nope. No, you need to go all in because the, the amount that you used to do before was extremely bad. Yes. And now the amount you're doing now is still bad. It's just not as bad as before. That doesn't mean you're doing great. So I just want to put emphasis on that because I, you know, that's what a lot of people think is that if they do better than they were doing, yes, that they are doing something beneficial, and you are, but you can't reverse or cure things just not giving one hundred percent. Yeah, you can't reverse or cure things doing a little better than you were before. Yeah, you no. have to go. I like mean, I do a little drug. I used to do drugs heavy. Now I just kind of do some drugs. No, right. like no, you still have a problem. Right, <laughs> right. You still have a big problem. Right, you don't smoke a pack a day anymore, but you, you still, still need to stop smoking. Exactly. So yeah. that that really, I, I and I try. I don't. I never know where to to be like. Oh, well, I get it, but yeah, no. You, no. you can't, you're trying, if you're trying to reverse high cholesterol, you need to get up off, off all that um, meat. You need to, like, there's just a lot of steps you need to go to and, and, and just doing better than you were doing before. It's just not good enough. It's not enough. It's not sufficient. And this is hard for a lot of people to hear because, unfortunately, the average person is not strong enough to make a big enough, that, a big enough change in that short amount of time that's required. You know, um, you can't keep putting this drug on these drugs on things and thinking you're buying yourself time. Right. You know, you have to literally change who you are and change your habits. And it's not just through the reduction method that cheese, that dairy has to go. Dairy causes plaque. Meat causes plaque. The fat, the saturated fat in the meat and dairy, guys, is what's causing a buildup of plaque and causing you uh, hypertension and causing you high cholesterol. That's the short end of it. Like that's the bottom line. We gonna pause it. I gotta wait. What right in the middle of of the? Please. Okay, guys. Listen, this should have been my wait. What? I have uh, fibroids. Now my fibroids hurt, were hurting really, 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 really bad. Um, on my left side, I went to the doctor. She told me the reason it hurts so bad on my left side is because. They are, that's where they are positioned. And, and so every month during my cycle, as they c- contract, they compress on my nerves. Like they're pressing on my nerves and mm-hmm. it's causing my whole left side from, remember I used to tell you my foot hurt? Mm-hmm. It would start at my foot from my toes and it would go all the way up my left side to like my head, my head would be hurting. Wow. Um, my cramps would be super bad. So when I was telling you, you like, what you gonna do about it? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> they're here now. There's nothing I can do. And that's how I became vegan. You told me to get off the dairy. Every month, every month, I became vegan uh, April 26th, 26th of 2016. Every month, 
uh, my cramps were super severe, April, May, June, July. But other things got better. I, I, I never had a cold again. Mm-hmm. I never, um, like so many other areas, but with, as, with the fibroids, every month it would be hurting, mm-hmm. like constantly pain. So I was about to make another appointment to get them removed. Why last month mm-hmm. my cycle just started, mm-hmm. right? Because usually I have two days worth of my foot hurting and my side and everything like that. No, no cramps. No previews. No, no previews. Okay. I was like, okay, that's odd. I don't feel anything. Right. But, all right. So I was like, that's fluke, right? That's fluke. All right. Another month, no cramps, no pain in my foot. No, not just regular, like like I'm 16 again. I promise you, staying on the right track, you may not see results right away. But when you do something that's what beneficial for you, you just keep going. You just keep going and you keep, people say, well, when is it? There is no end. I did not see the end. And I had cramps every month for over a year. But now, 2017 in July, I have nothing. Wow. No pain at all all and it took over a year so while you know you may say i'm going to the gym i'm working out i don't see no trust me you will keep going you will get the results you are looking for and even if you don't get the exact results you'll look some other area in your life will become better because of it yeah yeah you're you, if nothing else you're not doing more damage you're exactly not, nothing is going yeah. to reverse you're still going forward that's a major weight what and that was a perfect lesson because just yesterday morning i was on a coaching call with one of our clients you know who you are and we recently introduced intermittent fasting into her Mm regimen and this was just her first week doing intermittent fasting and she was like uh i don't know because i didn't feel different at all nothing was different i didn't see any change she's like so i just kind of feel like you know am i even doing anything and i had that exact conversation with her i'm like listen to me yeah first of all seven days ain't nothing Right. But if you want to go there, I'm like, you have to wait this thing out. I'm like, in 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 change is not all about what you can see or even feel mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. I was like, you don't know how we're regenerating your cells and helping you to produ- produce HGH, the human growth hormone more. Like your body is doing all these things, doing that fasting period. You're going to reap the benefits of them, but you don't know in what way. Exactly. And she's, and you yeah. know, a lot of us, we want to see the muscle. We want to see the numbers go down on the scale or on the blood pressure reading. We want to, you know, we, yeah, we want dramatic. We, we're a tangible driven society. Right. Um, not only are we like a microwave society we want things fast fast we want things that are tangible yeah we want things that i remember a long time ago you had a friend who had um that cancer that starts with the uh the l leukemia uh, leukemia you had a friend uh, what you used to work with she had leukemia she was t- and everybody was telling her like pray do this you did it and she was like i'm not gonna lie i was pretending like i was um you know touched by what this she was like but i wanted something tan- i wanted tangible evidence that right. i was getting better and a, a lot of us we want tangible things yes i'm not necessarily things you can hold but things that you can actually see with your eyes or, or feel. feel right and it doesn't work like that it no. really doesn't yeah there's a lot of positive things that you implement in your life that you may not see the benefits of right away you know or what I mean? the benefits are so it's just like your kid when your kid you look up and your kid as tall as you you didn't see them growing you didn't see them getting taller it's happening taller. right before it's, your eyes it's happening but it's so subtle yes it's so subtle because i'm pretty sure my cramps was easing up but it was so subtle right that i didn't realize it 
So yeah, you've probably shrunk the fibroids. Like who? Who knows? Man, yeah. Man, I'm so happy for you because yep. I know you were in so much pain. Um, but look how long you stuck to it. Because I mean, that was a year ago Over, that you it, became April 26th. It is July. It, it was in June last month. When it's the very first month where you had nothing. The very first month. Over a year. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And, and the average person, I, to be completely honest, does not have the stick to to wait 10 months for something. To, to continue doing something. Yeah. And nah, wait. Because... I mean, no, more than, more than yeah, a year. More, I'm more sorry, not 10 months to wait. 14 months right to do something because because the knowledge came with it it, it wasn't just no more about the fibroids it was like no i'm not eating because you have to get educated right so even if the doctor you know or somebody was to give me exact proof that they will never help my fibroids but like i said i've never had i used to think that i would get a cold every year i thought that was what i was supposed thought to have that was the norm nope haven't had a cold since and there's no mucus to stop me up like Man, I'm telling you, sticking to something is is your biggest asset in life. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So these um, statins, Lipitor, one of the most common high cholesterol drugs, it basically blocks the action of your liver enzyme, which is responsible for producing cholesterol. So what a lot of people don't know is that our bodies produce all the cholesterol we need. Mm -hmm. So when we consume a diet that's high in fatty foods, greasy foods, high in meat and high in dairy, which causes plaque, um, then we're only adding more cholesterol to our system in addition to what our body naturally produces, just magnifying it and causing another buildup around our arteries that can lead to cardiovascular disease, right? And so Lipitor is, I've seen commercials for Lipitor. They have all type of ridiculous, uh, cheesy looking women running across the screen <laughs> looking like life is grand with Lipitor. But one of the major side effects of Lipitor, which is so crazy to me, is type 2 diabetes. What do you mean? This, wait, <laughs> you said... You heard me right. One of the side effects of this high cholesterol drug... That confused me for two seconds. Yep. We were just talking, and I was like, but that's nope. a side effect no, of this yeah, medication. Where, you can get type 2 diabetes. You got it. And it's most common in women, and especially <laughs> menopausal women. I cannot with these medications. Yes. One of the side effects of your high cholesterol drug is getting type 2 diabetes. You <laughs> say, wait, what? Yeah, we're just going to call this episode, wait, what? <laughs> Said, wait, wait, go back. The side effect is a the a side effect is a whole nother chronic illness. Wow, I know, I know, wow. and and hypothyroidism again, low blood sugar, a major side effect of Lipitor, and and don't think it's just Lipitor. There's hundreds of statins out there that people are taking for high cholesterol. So don't think you special if you're not on Lipitor, but if you're yeah. taking something else, look it up. Um, May cause type two diabetes. I was floored, Jay. I was like, I'm trying to move past it in my mind. I'm like, but wait, she said type two diabetes is a side effect. Yes, a side effect. I don't, I'm not even sure if I'm 100% new. Matter of fact, I know I didn't know that it could be a side of a medication. I knew type one being misdiagnosed over and over again with certain medications that you don't need could give you type one. Okay. I didn't uh, know that one. Yeah. Okay. But. Wow. Yeah. So what happens when you have too much cholesterol? We talked about the narrowing and the hardening of the plaque around your arteries and then blood clots as well. And then that's what leads to a heart attack and stroke. And again, high cholesterol is a silent problem. Most people do not know that they have it until they're hit 
with a mild cardio infraction. So it is so, so important, guys, to know that the absence of a diagnosis is not the presence of health. Just because no one's told you you don't have anything does not mean you continue can continue to eat what you want, to continue to be sedentary, to continue to smoke, to continue to drink. Um, what all these medications say right along the bottom in the small print where anybody rarely scrolls is that they need to be used in conjunction with a healthy, clean diet and exercise is recommended to avoid high cholesterol um, that you're in your diet. You eliminated saturated fat, AKA meat and dairy. Just come on over to the plant-based side and make everybody happy. <laughs> um, eliminate those fried fatty foods, quit smoking, maintain a healthy weight, especially with type two diabetes. If you're carrying most of your fat around your midsection, around your stomach area, um, you, that is a surefire sign that you are a candidate for all of these chronic illnesses, cholesterol, diabetes, um, and also exercising at least 30 minutes a day for five days a week. And that's minimum. We did an episode back talking about doing just enough, you know, to be average and just enough to meet your quota. You know, some of y'all stopping at 29 29 minutes and 59 seconds and patting yourself on the back. No, that's the minimum you should be doing for maybe a healthy person. Right. If you have a history or you're battling something or you're pre something, pre diabetic, pre whatever, guys, yeah. you need to take it to that next level. And we ain't saying it's easy, but we saying that's the formula. And it's all about how bad do you want it? And, you know, how bad do you want to live? And people have lofty goals like what you you know, they imagine their retirement. They imagine all these things. You ain't going to even see your you're not going to see what you think you're going to see. And if you do live to see it, you not you're not going to see it in the way you thought you were going to see it. It's not going to feel the same. Oh, you thought you were going to be when I retire, I'm a, that's when I'm going to see the world. Prop no, cuz most of your money is going to be spent on your medication. Number 1. Number 1. And, and I know when that great white shark boy come out, it's going up a couple thousand. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, because they gotta they gotta pay for equipment to deep dive. They gotta yeah, <laughs> and you know anything new, <laughs> right? You know, so when that white shark antibiotic oh, yeah. come on the yeah, scene, they gotta fight all the lawyers trying to keep them off the shark. Yeah, yeah. So it's, just it's, be real careful. Yeah, that that fall, that spring summer twenty eighteen, <laughs> man, it's gonna be hot, flying off the racks, and you better be able to afford it. So, Jay, let's talk about um, carboplatins. Okay, so this is a common one. What is all about? Carboplatin is a it's just it's a chemotherapy man. They have plenty of um, chemotherapy medications. They have the kind that you take orally. They have the t- kind that you um you know get injected, mm-hmm. and they have all different type of names depending on what type of um, cancer that you have. Okay, that's what I was gonna ask. So carboplatin is a chemotherapy drug it's that a, treats all cancers. It, most most cancers okay. because it goes through your bloodstream and it goes everywhere in your body. Okay, so it's not um. It pretty much supposed, quote unquote, doesn't miss anything and it gets rid of the cells that split off into two. Because, you know, we all have cells. Right. And they're supposed to stay one cell. Right. But when cells start breaking off, that's when um, they start to form cancer. That's why we tell you to eat anti anti um, antioxidants right. so that they can fight um, your cells from breaking off. Right. So carboplatin has a lot of people. Well, first of all, there's a lot of people on carboplatin um, because it's the most used widely used then you said this also comes in a pill form i don't think it comes in and this oh. is in injected oh only injected. injected okay um yeah so some some of the side effects of carboplatin is um burning at the injection site 
abdominal pain, uh, diarrhea, constipation. Isn't that crazy? Diarrhea and constipation. All the, uh, what sense does that make? <laughs> Mouth sores, um, infection, allergic reactions, faintness, difficulty breathing, difficulty swallowing, nausea, and decrease in appetite. And because when you take the carboplatin, it decreases the number of blood cells in your bone marrow. So that increases the chances that you can develop a serious infection or bleeding. Um, you know, chemotherapy, when you hear chemotherapy, you automatically, pe most people think I'm going to be sick. I'm going to be, you know, because you don't hear anything good about chemotherapy. Right. It's always sick and you're absolutely right. Um, but as I was, of course, as I was doing the research of, of this medication, there's always going to be number one, there's always going to be well, more more easy to get is medication. That's what they're trying to bump off to you. That's what they're trying to sell you. Yes. But when I looked up holistic, I had to I had to dig a little deeper. Right. I had to you know really start clicking on some stuff and reading some stuff. And but there is a lot of different things you can do. Now I'm not saying I know when cancer is formed usually. You, you'll catch cancer maybe at stage one or stage two or even stage three, and right. chemotherapy seems like the um, necessary step. Right. But as you're taking chemotherapy or if you want to consider alternative medication, you can do that. There's a thing called the Gerson diet. The Gerson diet pretty much is just juicing with just absolute, like, greens, like okay. flat-out greens. You juice all day, carrots. Um, and because, you know, sh when you have sugar in your body, sugar... That's one of the things that kept popping up too. Sugar multiplies the cells and make them yes. grow and make them split off even Sugar, faster. Yep, it feeds the cancerous it feeds, cells. It feeds the cancerous cells. So as your cancer cells are multiplying and breaking off at this um, expedited rate, cancer is like the gas, the nitro. It's it's like okay, you're breaking off maybe four eight cells when you're not supposed to be breaking off at all, but let's, let's make more cells break off. Let's make 15, 16, 20 cells break off. And the more cells that breaks off, the faster, the faster your cancer is growing, mm, right? Right. So what the Gerson diet does is eliminates the sugar. There is no fruit in the Gerson diet. There is no, um, no other food. It's just strictly- No, no starches. No starches, mm -hmm. no, absolutely no starches. It's um, and they even have a Gerson chef. If you go to Whole Foods, mm -hmm. they actually have a one of the ladies that I met there. She was a Gerson chef. Like they literally have people that are trained that can to, cook for you. Yeah, come to your house if you're too ill and actually cook and and prepare not cook but um, prepare it all. Because what it is is it's like every hour or two hours you get these these nutrients. These, these so juices. is yeah. it a, it's raw. It's raw. Yes, so this 100%. is yes, this is so perfect because remember my yoga instructor Terry, I had her on the episode um, last year, but she was diagnosed with breast cancer, mm -hmm. and she immediately so the doctor found the mass in her breast, and you know of course they started talking about treatment options, and she told the doctor, give me a few months, mm -hmm. um, let me try some things on my own, and luckily she already had a foundation of health as far as education mm -hmm. goes. Right. Um, and so she went on a raw vegan diet and she reduced the tumor about 25% on her own, strictly through a raw vegan diet, absolutely no chemo, um, no radiation. And then she ended up getting um, both her breasts removed 
um, and you know, got the cancer out of there, but she never got chemo and right. she never yeah. had to get the carboplatin or any other drug. Um, and a raw vegan diet helped to spearhead that and significantly reduce the tumor size. Oh, absolutely. I absolutely, absolutely believe. But, you know, it's, it's what we talk about, too. It's the presence of health before because of, of a really close family member of mine just got diagnosed. And one of the uh, things when I was researching for the radiation and seeing how effective the chemo would be in that particular area of her body, mm-hmm. it said it's as effective, it's based on your health prior. She has breast cancer? No, lungs in her lungs. Lung cancer, okay. So it base, it's based on your health prior to Man, being diagnosed. say it again. It's based on your health. Your health affects everything. It's so important to be preventative. But in the instance that it just life just happens to you, and you're not exempt, even if you ate as healthy as you wanted, I mean, healthy as you could, your, the, the state of your health affects how effective whatever treatment you're going to get. It affects how victorious you will be. It affects how you come out on the other side. Yep. Will you be victorious or will you will you succumb to the disease or whatever it is? Yeah. Um, and also, you know, some of the things that doctors don't really talk to us about when it comes to uh, cancer is that the things that we do environmentally to our bodies or the things that we do emotionally to our bodies. Like um, we talk about our pH levels, you yes. know, eating, you know, having a certain amount of acidity or, you know, or stress. Yes, the things that's stress, the number one killer. Identifying it because before I got into health and, and everything, and, and, and I had a relationship with how my body works and feels, I will get angry, be angry, and I still can get upset now. But I can literally feel where the the what are the things that when you get stressed, what is released? The cortisol. Right? Oh, the cortisol. Yeah, uh, the cortisol. I can, I almost can, I don't know if it's in my imagination, but I can almost feel like, Jay, you're making yourself really unhealthy right now. <laughs> Chill, dog. With this anger. Yes. <laughs> Chill. You are really, uh, you are like um, being counterproductive to the workout you did by just being upset. Um, you know, m- nutrition, defi- there's certain minerals you need in your body def- being deficient of things. You compromise your immune system. Oh, um, immune By system. certain relationships. Like all these things contribute yes contribute to Ill, chronic illnesses and yes cancer i we we have this victim mentality when it comes to we do um cancer we specifically do. cancer do. specifically cancer happens to us there's nothing we can do we didn't cause it we are victims and that's not the case a lot of the times a lot of times by your own hand you contributed without knowing to to this uh, onset of these cells splitting off. Yeah. Because let's just call it what it is. It's cells breaking off, and they and the more cells, they and then they go into form a tumor. Like, that's what it is. So if you eat right, if you exercise, if you keep toxic things out of your uh, household, in your and I mean that in a physical and a spiritual way, your chances of preventative, prevention goes increases significantly significantly and all about being like you said preventative um toxins in your physical space like jay said in your spiritual space in your mental space um in your home just opening up your windows can do a world of difference um and then your stress levels so many of us live in this chronic state of stress not realizing that we're killing ourselves yes we're killing ourselves um so 
you know, identifying what your stressors are in your life and then identify how you're reacting to them. Do you give up food and sleep completely? Do you only want to eat and sleep? You know, do you take anger and have unnecessary reactions to your family and friends and your loved ones when you're under this type of stress? You know, I'm telling you, it's not the end of the world. I don't care if you got to give up your car, if you got to give up your cell mm-hmm. phone, just so you can go to maybe a lower paying job where mm-hmm. you don't have the stress. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you willing to sacrifice for your health? Because a lot of us are willing to do everything in a world to feel better once we're sick. Mm-hmm. One of the things I was thinking about, which was is so interesting, but not really, it's just the obvious, how, we, how so many people, including me, do so many things to be happy. We hang out with our friends. We go on vacation. We do all these things. But we don't remove certain things. Mm-hmm. If you don't remove certain things, whatever you're doing on top of those things will not, nope. will not help you. Mm-hmm. It's like my sister said when she went on vacation and we were, um, you know, this is when my mother first passed and she was like, the problems will still be waiting for me when I get back. Like, it's not like I'm going to go. She was like, this is... Um, a reprieve for me. That's what I was going to say. A reprieve. Vacations and uh, girls' night out are medications. Yeah, they're medications. We're they putting band Yeah, on it, but we're putting problem, those on top of the yes. the illness. But if you want to, if you really want to to fix something, you have to dive into what's causing it and remove that problem. Don't just because you and your husband are having problems, and then you go out and you go to the bar with your friends. No, you got to deal with the problems at home. Right. Or if you have a job that you hate and you, but you always in vacationing, you got to deal with the job you hate exactly. because you deal with that more than you go on vacation. Exactly. So that's that's that runs your life, but that's more in your life. So what they say, Jay, you can't outrun a bad diet and you can't outrun an unhealthy, stressful lifestyle either. Problems is loyal. That that's. that's <laughs> Problems is loyal. They ain't going nowhere. They listen. I'll be here waiting for you when you come Problems back. Problems are so loyal. They oh, they loyal. They love. <laughs> man, I will be. Where you going? Italy? Uh, I'll be right here. Yep, I'm. Uh, I'm still gonna be in the back of your mind though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, problems is real loyal. Yeah, and then when and you know, you know people talk about how they hate Sunday nights, right? Or that last day of vacation or that plane ride home is dreadful. Yeah. Like, uh, coming back from D.C. last night, I was not dreading anything. Right. I couldn't wait to get back to Troy. I couldn't wait to see you so we could kick it. Like, I, I could, you know, I was thinking about how I was going to train my clients this morning. Like, you shouldn't come back from a quote-unquote reprieve and be dreading it. Right. You, you, this trend of hating Sunday nights has got to be the dumbest thing. It is. Because Monday is coming. Here come the week. No. It's Monday, y'all. Let's get through this. Sunday. Every year after year, week after week. Like, oh, when are you going to stop hating Sunday? Right. Yay, it's Friday. Why is it not yay, it's Monday? Yeah, like, yay, it's whatever day. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, you you know, these medications, whether it be a prescribed medication or a vacation or a drink or dessert that you treat yourself to because you're feeling stressed, um, are not the answer to the problem. They are not solving anything. Let's go over this last one before we wrap up because the most, one of the most common chronic illnesses in our society today, speaking of stress, is hypertension. Mm-hmm. It's high blood pressure. And high, high blood pressure is how quickly your blood is passing through your veins and the amount of resistance the blood meets while pumping. So, what well, I'm confused about. So, what's the difference between hypertension and cholesterol because hypertension cholesterol is the buildup of of plaque, yeah, right? Yeah. And that that re- that re- 
uh, restricts the blood flow. Yeah. So does hypertension. Yeah, they both restrict the blood flow. Yeah, but high, but high blood pressure doesn't have to necessarily be caused by plaque. It could be caused by stress. Oh, okay, I got it. Yeah, got yeah, it, got it. Okay. yeah. Um, and uh, a lot of people know the high sodium diet, but cholesterol is literally those fatty white yeah, buildups. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but hypertension can be caused by several things, but totally, hypertension is seventy-five million Americans and counting um, that are fighting with hypertension, high blood pressure, and there are a ton of drugs out there. There's many different kinds. Many people have heard of beta blockers which help to slow um, the force and reduce the blood pump through your brain, excuse me, your veins. Um, And then there's diuretics, which is a water pill that helps the kidneys to remove excess sodium from your body. There's ACE inhibitors. Um, There's so many different types of ways that people treat hypertension and high blood pressure. One of the most common is lisinopril. Lisinopril also has a black box warning from the FDA. Oh, I know someone with lisinopril, and I saw them with my own eyes have a um, a seizure, and, and eyes roll to the back of their head from lisinopril. Wow. Yeah, I've seen this with my own eyes. Like, yeah, it's real, and they need to have a black box warning. It's the side effects is it, they are so detrimental. Oh my and god. And they're worse than the. I mean, I guess because a heart attack can cause you know a heart attack. Right. I mean, uh, you know, high blood pressure can cause a heart attack. Right. Then they have to do something about it. But lisinopril, I, I, I wouldn't, I would have to definitely find an, another uh, alternative. alternative. And not yeah. saying that the, any alternatives are any better, because I just chose like the most common ones, but there are hundreds upon thousands. I mean, these people are making, these drug companies are making trillions of dollars, because these aren't just National, these are international drugs, right? And then, you know, then you have all the generic versions of them, but people are profiting from your sickness and your illness. But lisinopril has a black box warning, which means that the side effects can be highly hazardous and or fatal. Um, You definitely shouldn't take if you are pregnant. Um, It could be fatal to your baby, which is crazy because I'm like, that's just another smaller human. So why isn't it the same? Oh, because you'll be semi-killed. Like you'll still be, well, you'll be like the living dead. I cannot. (laughs) It's stronger. Listen, so one of the most common side effects of lisinopril is abrupt swelling of your arms, your legs, your lips, your tongue, your throat, and your intestines, and it is fatal. Podcast over. Listen, podcast over. We got some people to say. We're not doing enough. We got to get from behind <laughs> this get, mic, yeah, and get on the street. Because I'm, I'm like, how hard do we have to yell this? How hard do we have to put the fried chicken down? Like, stop it. It's not worth it. Put the candy bar down. Put the chips down. Stop drinking pop. If y'all don't stop drinking pop, it's 2017. Still drinking y'all pop. still like, let me get a side of Coke or Pepsi with that? What are you doing? <laughs> You're killing yourself. Sugar feeds disease. Fatty fried foods, guys, builds up this plaque. Get rid of that man or that girl or them people who ain't doing you right. That stress is too much. Yeah, it's definitely. too much. Take your health into your own hands. Take your health into your own hands. So lisinopril, this immediate swelling, which could be fatal, and then of course it causes hypotension again. I'm sick of, I'm sick of hypotension. <laughs> low blood sugar, uh, or, or excuse me, hypotension, low blood pressure. So oh, it's okay. treating the high blood pressure. So it could then in turn cause your blood pressure to drop 
too dang on low. Oh God, we say back away from the fried food, back away from the candy bar, back away, away from, from the, the stress, and stop. You have to take control. So, um, and also, uh, it said lisinopril can cause a, a persistent cough, just a random cough. Just, just a cough. No chill. No chill. These and scientists, these labs, I don't know, they have not a lick of chill. None. It said the uh, cough will go away as soon as you stop taking lisinopril. Like, it's just a direct, <laughs> a direct side effect. No, nothing extra. Random coughing. You're coughing because you're on this med. Um, and one of the most common things to know about these medications is how they conflict with other medications. You know, lisinopril completely conflicts with diabetic drugs, for example. How wow. crazy and fatal could that be? So, um, and they, they conflict with other hypertension drugs. And another thing to keep in mind is the things that we allow here is not the same things that they allow in countries that care about their citizens. <laughs> I'm just going to keep it real. Jab, they probably jab, don't even jab. have lisinopril. Like, no, you can't even get on the plane with lisinopril. That was the most shade I've ever seen thrown at the U.S. <laughs> ever. Uh, <laughs> people that care about our citizens. And, you know, I'm almost like of the thought of, who cares if they care about me? Like, I care enough about myself. Yeah, but you're rare. Okay, just like I try to explain how they put fast food, uh, corn, you know, on every corner. Yeah. Well, why would they put it on every corner? Did they know? Excuse me. Right. Cause they eating real good off, of, <laughs> off of that ninety nine cent menu. Yeah. They don't. The same reason why they have colored one, two, three, four colored that this, this, and this. Yeah. And they red. don't. And they ban it in you know other countries. Like America is the greedy. Greed. But that's a yeah. whole nother show. Yeah, a whole nother show. That's why we didn't get into, I didn't even uh, get into how much these drug companies make off these drugs because it's not about that. I want you to know exactly how they are affecting your health, how they conflict with other medications, and how nine times out of ten they make the disease that they're treating worse and causes it to uh, last longer. So these things are not a Band-Aid. I remember one of my favorite uh, doctors, uh, Dr. Furman, said, Prescription pads should be called permission slips. Yeah. You know, because we use those as, oh, now I can go back to eating whatever mm -hmm. I want because I have this drug that I can take, and that's simply not the case. My final thought, I got one final thought on this. I just want you guys to know, because you rely a lot on the FDA, just know the FDA has a high turnover rate. Imagine that. They yep. have a high, extremely high turno turnover rate because the people that get into it with morals and ethics, they don't they don't realize that they have to pretty much sell their souls to get these things approved and they push them out. So yeah. you imagine, you're probably imagining someone who's there for 10, 20 years, the FDA, you're picking, no, it's not like that. No. They have, they they barely can get, keep people in these positions because morally they can't work there because that's not what they, they really thought they were going to go in there to help people out and approve things and things like that. And when they realize that the, the people that control what gets approved are the people that need, need that needed approved, these are the, um, the, the people who make the prescription drugs and things yep, like that, the they're companies. the ones who's giving them the money. So just know that. So when you rely so much on what the FDA say, they are not who they who you think they are. No, right. They Unfortunately, there's a not 
enough of them who have your best interests at heart. There are good people everywhere, but unfortunately they, we are outnumbered. So it's important to know that you are in complete control and don't even rely on your physician to be the final say in the choices you make about your body and about your health. Um, we're going to bridge the gap very briefly because it's kind of obvious how being on medications affects could potentially affect your business as an entrepreneur or your career as a nine to fiver. But Bridging the Gap, Gap is our segment where Jay and I make the direct correlation between today's topic and your business and or career. You are simply not performing at a 10 if you are spending time trying to treat a chronic disease, right? Mm -hmm. And so we all know that the foundation of health lies in nutrition intimate relationships, exercise, right? And mental health. So if you are not functioning on those level, levels and you're su suffering from all the side effects that these medications potentially cause, what's happening in your business? What's happening to your bottom line? You cannot perform as an entrepreneur if you're highly stressed, uh, your blood sugar levels are dropping. You can't focus. You're experiencing nausea and diarrhea and constipation and dizziness and crazy swelling or insane cough. Like, have you ever tried to battle health and run a, run a business? Right. Um, it, it, it's, it's virtually impossible, especially to be successful, right? So take your health into your own hands. It is our responsibility in the black community to build our wealth, to build generational wealth, to build, um, to shorten the economic gap between us and our counterparts through creating our own businesses and by us thriving. But we can't do that if we ain't thriving. So you need to physically be able to perform. You need to mentally be able to perform and drugs ain't the way you get there. And with that being said, I don't have anything to add. That's exactly the, the same points that I was going to make. You know, you can't thrive. You just can't thrive. You and can't. that's just the, that's just the end of the story. You can't thrive. Right. So if to be medication free, you have to intentionally make steps to do that every single day. Not on Monday, not on just Thursdays, not a meatless Monday or anything like every not single day. Not in the day, fall when the summer is over. Every single day. Day. Yeah. So you can perform at your absolute best. Yeah. So stop um, focusing so much on your career goals and your entrepreneurial goals if you haven't nailed down your health. You ain't going to climb nobody's ladder, not even your own, if you are <laughs> not maintaining a healthy weight, um, not eating right, not drinking right, not sleeping right, not thinking right, guys. Okay? So with that, if you are in the market to get professionally fit and you are understand and recognize that you aren't thriving in your career or in your business um, directly because of your health, then please go to www.professionallyfit.co. Click on Get Professionally Fit or just click on Book Now to book a free consultation right there on the website. And let's chat. Let's talk about how you can turn this thing around. Diagnoses and medications are not a life sentence regardless of anything that you've read or have been told, regardless of what your parents or a loved one may have died of. It does not have to be a life sentence for you. So go to www.professionallyfit.co, click on Get Professionally Fit, and come and get this health. Until next time, peace. be well.